0: Hey everyone, this is RJ, host of the Popsicle. Every fifth episode of the show will be a book review. So for the fifth episode that is coming out on March 4th, we will be reading Rachel Bloom's book, I Want to Be Where the Normal People Are. So make sure you grab a copy. I'll post a link on the description of this video so you can buy uh, a copy. All right, on to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Popsicle, a sweet new show where our guest and I lap up what's new in pop culture. My name is RJ from RJ's Food Rocks, and today we have a very special guest. She's an actress. She's a writer. She's an educator. She's an activist. She's one of the hosts of the hit podcast, Harry Potter and the Anxious Millennials, Zooming Live from Themyscira. It's Ari Lee. Hi, Ari. Hello, yes. Thank you for taking time out of your strict uh, training that you guys do as Amazon
1: warriors in era yes. to record this podcast. You are so welcome. You know, I'm, it's my rest day today. I get give myself one every five years, so. Oh, that's amazing.
0: I'm so glad I got to pencil you in. Yes, thank you. So today on The Popsicle, we will be unwrapping the 2020 Warner Brothers picture Wonder Woman 84. Now, for you who didn't watch the film, here is your TCDE, Too Cold, Didn't Eat. Set in 1984 during the Cold War, the film follows Diana and her past love, Steve Trevor, Steve Trevor, as they face off against Maxwell, Lord, and Cheetah. It is the sequel to the 2017 Wonder Woman film and the ninth installment in the DC Extended Universe. This film... uh, is directed by Patty Jenkins from a script that she wrote with Jeff Johns and Dave Callaham based on a story by Johnson Jenkins. Gal Gadot stars as Diana Prince and Wonder Woman alongside other stars such as Chris Pine, Kristen Wiig, Pedro Pascal, Robin Wright, and Connie Nielsen. So yes, we will be discussing spoilers, um, but this movie already came out and I'm pretty sure it's already out of streaming when this episode drops. So you, you've seen it. You know what's going on. <laughs> We start with the sweet, just like any popsicle. We love how sweet and delightful and delectable it is. So we are starting off. And I love that this film started us off right away with us being in Themyscira, which I feel like is the coolest part about the whole Wonder Woman story is that there is this amazing island of just women warriors just just being the
1: best. hmm <laughs> Exactly. Yes, I love that. And I there was a part of me that was like, you know, if I was Diana, would I really want to go out into the world and stay there? Like, I totally understand her wanting to go explore the world. But it's like, once she's seen it, I feel like, when not you want to go back home? Like, it's paradise. I know that
0: she technically has to like protect whatever, like protect you. Right. She's like, but, I have yeah. a job to do. <laughs> I feel like she should just be like, yeah, I don't know why she'd volunteered.
1: (laughs) She's just just like, I have to do this. No one else can save the day except me, which like I even have some questions about that right away where I'm like, wait, so this is 1984. Was she just like bopping around in between? Where was she when Hitler came onto the scene? (laughs) I'm like, Diana, girl.
0: I know. And. And I know, I know we're jumping up, but I that was the one thing that we, that Adam and I were like, why the, why 84? I understand what they were trying to do. Sure. They were trying, it's. It's hard to relate literally the First World War to like the Cold War.
1: To be clear, this is one of my my sweet things, right? I loved mm-hmm. the 80s yes. fashion that they brought, yeah. the 80s oh, yeah. fashion they Full. did not bring in. <laughs> they chose the yes, right 80s yes. fashion thing. They chose the bring, right ones. Yeah, to, to bring into the film, um, like all of Diana's outfits, I want all of them.
0: Even when like Steve Trevor was trying out the different 80s clothes, I was like, these yeah. are clothes that like... Gay men would wear right now.
1: Right now, yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Speaking of fashion, let's get right into it. Her dress from that party,
1: it was like
0: perfectly, yes, it's like the perfect length, like it didn't dress, like if it was like half an inch too long it would like yeah. drag on the floor and it did it. it was like the perfect hem for her
1: you know diana taylor's all of her clothes to, mit her, to, <laughs> to fit her exactly right or she just is that like automatic size two. like no matter where she goes like the off the rack two, like fits her body perfectly yeah. it's so annoying you're like i hate you <laughs> that's her. i buy
0: both i buy both options yeah. like both either are very one accurate yeah I do like, I do like the idea that like she sews all of her clothes. (laughs) So she also has just like amazing fashion sense too. She's like, I know the trends. I know know what's fashionable.
1: (laughs) Well, she probably did. Don't they have to make their own clothing?
0: Yeah, they did everything.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, probably (sighs) she's like, yeah, this is nothing. Like I used to make, I used to build my own armor. So I can make (laughs) a dress. She's like, what? Uh. I
0: hunted my own food. I can hem my own dress.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But like to to talk more
0: about how special Diana is, it is yeah. funny and was like glamorous to see her in the 80s because it's like you are clearly not from Earth. You are so yeah. gorgeous, beautiful, <laughs> so smart. You know, Latin like, you know, <laughs> you know, Latin. <laughs> You're not you from clearly here. You really do not. You're not from here. You're No one was not trying to here. speak Latin
1: in the 80s, Diana. Come
0: on. <laughs> she really does like the entire time because yeah, there were moments in the movie where I was like, this is going in a weird direction. But she is so good as Wonder Woman. She's beautiful.
1: Oh, yeah. She has such
0: presence that you're like, I don't care. I don't yeah. care where we go. This,
1: I'm falling along. They, that's why they cast her in that role. Because it's like, I said probably 10 times. I was like, God, she is so beautiful. Her face is so perfect. Like, I was like, man, because she really does. She really just embodies, at least for me, who Wonder Woman is to me in- the way that she plays the character and I also really love um how she's so comfortable just telling men no <laughs> she is really like let's
0: talk about Diana's superpowers it's yeah not, it was not her power of flight that is amazing oh my here. god it is no, the po- <laughs> we will get there <laughs> it's not because she can fly it's because she can deflect men and just yeah. like a
1: no like a, just no. Like, okay bye I'm not interested <laughs> When the guys like we no, can take a cab together, and she's like, "No, thanks." I was like, "No, no, thanks." <laughs> and they just are like, "Okay." They just immediately are like, "All right," yes. and I'm done. I'm like, "You're like,
0: okay, great." Like just across the board, all of the actual like acting and the performances are pretty good. Like
1: right, I Maxwell, agree. Maxwell,
0: Maxwell Lord, I hate the character, <laughs> which means he did a great job with it because yeah. I was like oh, he's really getting under my skin. I fully thought that this was Kristen Wiig's movie. This is Barbara Minerva's movie. Like that character got a full arc from the beginning and then like she gets her wish and then we see her fully descent down. Like I was like, I'm watching Oedipus Rex and it's (laughs) this is beautiful theater. I'm getting the full story.
1: Did she renounce her wish? I think they purposefully left it
0: but I feel like she should have I so my thought was that if well this was yeah this part was weird because like I was like okay if he renounced his wish does that mean everyone that wished on him also renounced their wish but she didn't so I don't know
1: (laughs) yeah like which is yeah this is where I'm so sorry I feel like I'm I'm accidentally getting into the sticky already i'm not trying to but i I know my uh, mind is already like leaning towards it's like yes i love this but also hold on i have a question here like what is happening here i
0: I really liked the cameo at the end okay really love the cameo i liked that they combined it back to the story of like oh she's the one that owned the original gold armor and she's still there like i really like that made sense it wasn't just like a right like a cheap cameo it like made sense in the story we also loved the invisible jet I think the invisible jet is the most unique besides the lasso the most unique thing about Wonder Woman like originally like back in the cartoons and the comic right books. right it's right just when you think Wonder, Wonder Woman to- yeah
1: you think that yeah yeah
0: so I'm glad that they were able to like do it just like any popsicle sometimes when we get past the good stuff it starts to get hot and it gets get a little sticky so let's get into the sticky because there there's quite a few sticky parts to this movie <laughs> the
1: fumbling of the gun that this crook does <laughs> oh my god absolutely not absolutely not I was like I literally just watched one of those advertisements like the as seen on tv ads I was like no and I understand as an actor you cannot choose which take you know is is the one that makes the film I understand that that's true. but who the editor had to be like this doesn't really look
0: real. So I really I will say just in that whole beginning part, right? It does feel like it's a different movie. It's like, am I watching a John Waters film? Is this hairspray? Is this like because like everyone is just so kooky and like things keep falling apart. Like, what is going on? And and it it it, I think that was kind of like what a lot of people is gonna fall in the water off the bridge. Like, God, I think that's I think that oh that's
1: right the bride is what i'm saying there's like
0: there was also a weird part when the two so the two were getaways i hate that we're talking about them because this was such a dumb part of the movie but the two were like the getaways. (laughs) that's probably why we're talking about it
1: it's like
0: why the uh, two like getaways who are like the people who are watching outside and then the two that are actually doing the 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 shootout inside they're, they both go inside right. and so I was like you just left the lobby of the jewelry store completely empty like
1: <laughs> she's just like running around town in that get up then yeah. like when she saves the bride and stuff like that so it's like you're, you're Everyone's seeing you like wearing your like armor Diana yeah it's
0: like who is this gladiator Israeli woman running around <laughs> saving
1: children Yep. Yeah. exactly yeah And brides (laughs) and brides. (laughs) Saving children and brides. But yeah, and also this is another I speaking of her her costume, I do not like those boots, RJ. (laughs) I don't like them. I just really don't like them. Like I I think I remember having that thought in the first movie, but I just don't think they're cute because I know I I know the practicality of the lift. Like it's like a wedge. Her -hmm. boots are like a wedge. And I understand that's because it's easier to fight in a wedge than a heel. And I love wedges. They're the most comfortable heels that you can wear. But they just I'm like, just put her in like regular boots. I really don't think she needs to have to that be wedged like, heel. Yeah. Why does she need to
0: be like healed if you're not going to do a heel? Yeah. No, I see your
1: point. Yeah. Like I love... Everything else about her outfit. I love her. The outfit that they designed for her is incredible. I don't like the boots. <laughs> they just let her feet be flat. They don't need to be heels. I do wish that she got a new
0: version of her regular costume. Because I feel like in the comic world, Wonder Woman is synonymous sure. with her fashion. Like every time there's a new Wonder Woman comic in a different time period or even like a different series... She has a new outfit like it always changes. So I do wish that like we got a new Diana. I'm going to say it. Not a fan of the solid gold. She needed
1: a pop of color.
0: She needed a red. It was just so.
1: I was like, okay, that's fine. I do wonder, though, if Asteria is alive, how did how was she separated from her armor? Maybe it was like a full like survival.
0: Like I just need to like get out. Because, A, I'm led to yeah, believe yeah. that I have been out here since the ancient Roman times. So she has been, she's like, I'm not carrying these, this armor for uh, like 1900 years. Yeah.
1: yeah. She's like, I don't need this. Actually, in fact, I'm I'm over this. Like, I don't have an attachment to this anymore. So I'm going to give it away. But yeah, I think that was like their that was what they were trying to do with that. Was they were like, "Okay, here is the new outfit for her or like a different outfit." But it was we had it for such a short amount of time. So I I do agree that it would have been cool to see her get like an updated outfit, which hopefully if they're going to make a third movie and or keep, you know, DC's going to keep, I hope so. I hope they're going to keep telling Diana's story, then I hope they'll give her a, an updated outfit.
0: I think we need to start talking about the biggest sticky of this movie, which is (laughs) who is this old James Marsden that Chris Pine like, like (laughs) uh, takes over so that he can have sex with Diana. What is going on here? Who is this man?
1: (laughs) Also, yeah, there's some issues with that, like, just throughout the whole thing. So they make him sound like a jerk, but then there's the moment at the end of the movie where him and Diana have this, like, really tender moment. Where he's, like, would, a nice guy. And this is the point I was going to make. All of a sudden, Diana's, like, powers of being this gorgeous woman, he's not affected by that. Oh. He's not like, whoa, hey, babe. Like, so it's weird, but, like, whatever. The whole, like, magic thing, I can buy into it because, like, Chris Pint. Pine, Steve. Steve Steve inhabited his body. And so he's like, feels like maybe he knows her. There's like some weird thing when he sees her that like he can't put his finger on it. I don't know. But I almost think they should have said that then. He should have been like, do I know you? Or like, you look so familiar to me. And she's like, oh no, I just must have a familiar face or something like that. But yeah. And also, has Steve aged? And also, (laughs) Michael made a really good point when we were watching this that... (laughs) <laughs> that she's like, you don't have a passport. Everyone else thinks he looks like this dude, the other human guy, right? Yeah.
0: He's an engineer that works in Washington, D.C. Obviously, he has a passport.
1: <laughs> yeah. My
0: biggest thing about this like inhabiting a body, which I don't care, like if you think about it, it's kind of fun. Obviously, we get a payoff. It's funny him trying to like figure out how the 80s works, but it's almost like if you're going to go full magic, why didn't you just make him a ghost that she can only see? You know, why did it have to be? Because then you because then it'll start this where people are like, there is just a man like, was he asleep all this time? So this man just like, oh, all of a sudden I'm outside this dilapidated bank where everyone is like shooting each other.
1: When she says goodbye to Steve, he's literally like this, RJ. (laughs) It's like.
0: Guess that's it what is
1: he doing he's just standing there with his eyes closed I feel like he should have looked at her like which maybe they told him to do that like once again maybe that wasn't the actor's choice maybe the director was like hey can you just close your eyes after she leaves or something like that but I
0: feel like the movie could have shaved off at least half an hour or 40 minutes. It did feel like it dragged right in the middle. I understand the whole going to Cairo, like because he is an oil person, like that's, <laughs> he needed to do that. But I was like, if your end goal was really like-
1: really need it, no. If your
0: end goal was to perpetrate, like perpetuate the cold war and go straight for the missiles why didn't you just go directly there why did we have to do the whole and i we were right. we were saying like maybe that's part of the original story in a comic book or something that they wanted to honor that but i was like if you're making decisions about other things why did you just keep this one because you really this just came, this just ate up so much of your time <laughs>
1: I just don't think we really needed it. I think it's to show like, maybe it's to show like everywhere in the world things are bad, you know? Maybe that was why they were doing it. But I was like, we could have gotten that with like a television type of, I don't know, situation.
0: Not only was the Prince scene weird, but also like the scene where we're supposed to see that she's losing her powers because she like doesn't save these two children. First of all, the like special effects and stunt work looked really clunky in this movie as opposed to the first one like if you go back to that scene she falls on those two kids and you can clearly tell they're like sand dummies that they're not children
1: it's so weird oh yeah well no when she like rolls when she rolls with them yeah i was like one of those kids would have a concussion like and you would probably have a concussion too diana also, that's in that scene where she's all of a sudden in her Wonder Woman outfit. No, there's another no. Like you were you did not have that on under your white T-shirt <laughs> or your white button up. Excuse me. I was like I was looking the first time because I've seen it twice. And the first time I literally stopped and I was like, no. And I like rewound what? it. And I was like, there is no way that they're trying to pass that off. The
0: ending, although I did like what they presented I did think the writing was really heavy-handed it was super pointed like her monologue was like a little too on the nose of like I you have to know what you want and to get what you want you have to be the truth and like okay this is like this is way too heady I felt like and I was in my head trying to compare it to like other movies, like I'm gonna say Marvel because they are doing a good job of like making these superhero movies. Those heroes have such like clear personalities, and also they're such characters that when they do have their own monologues, it feels natural because they're all written to their voices. And maybe it's because Diana's character is very like out of this world, she's not a normal girl. It sounds a little like stiff and it was like a little too, I don't know. It just felt a little too. But
1: I think, yes, I agree. And then I think of like Captain Marvel, which is like one of my favorite, uh, female superhero movies. Like I love that film and she's from outer space. I mean, she isn't originally, but like she's lived in outer space on a different planet for like, however many years. And her, when that whole scene with, I can't remember his name, Jude Law's character, (laughs) the whole scene with him, like, I think, yeah, no, it's very simple and to the point and fits her character very well. And I felt like the speech that Diana gave was just like grandiose. And like, I was just a little like, what are you trying to say? Like, I didn't like the uh, she finished and I still was kind of like, what, what, what were you saying? Like, what was the saying? point? <laughs> it was like, tell the truth. Yeah. Yeah. it was like, I didn't get the point. Yeah. So I uh, that was weird. And then I was also distracted by like, okay, so no one's held accountable. Like it seems like people died unless everyone reversing or uh, uh, revoking or sorry, renouncing.
0: That was also weird. Did it feel weird hearing that they had to say the word? Because we felt like it was weird. Like I renounce my wish. I don't know. It just felt a little also like off put. It bumped me out. A little bit.
1: Yeah. How do you know that? Exactly. It bumped me out. How do you know that everyone did renounce their wish? And if they don't, does nothing go, does nothing change? Or no one's held accountable? Like, I loved the moment where Max is reunited with his son. And, like, they have that little heart to heart. Like, I thought that was beautiful. But I also was like... I feel like you do kind of have to go to jail, though, like at least it's like what, or like have a trial or something like I was like, I'm really glad that like your son is like accepting you and that you've realized that you were wrong, but also like you're just going to get a slap on the wrist. That's weird to me. And same with um, Kristen. Or Sorry, I always say the actors names Um, with Barbara. Barbara, girl, I'm glad that like you're not cheetah anymore. But like fun fact, I worked at a zoo before I moved to L.A., Cheetahs can only run fast for like 20 to 30 seconds. So when she's saying that she wants to be an apex predator,
0: you're coming with zoological facts like I worked at a zoo. So it, it would it's... not have been a cheetah. What would have what would have been the apex predator then? Like what would have been a stronger choice? <laughs>
1: I mean, a li- yeah, like a lioness. I mean, I understand why they do cheetah because it's like the idea of that. It's the fastest animal yeah. or the fastest large cat. So like fine, but they can only run that fast for 20, 30 minutes. So this is not a, a comment on the film because obviously this is a this is a comment that has yes. been created already. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I was just there was a part of me that was like, yeah, there's a little bit of like it's clear you didn't do your research because it doesn't like a tiger or a lioness, even a jaguar, like would have been a little bit more accurate, I guess.
0: Patty Jenkins, we won't take that. We won't take that against Patty Jenkins. We won't take it. Yeah, yeah. Patty, we won't that. hold you accountable
1: at all. But um, I also but OK, going with the whole like she is cheetah, though. Did you want her in a little bit more like animal print or was that just me? Okay,
0: so I did like that they were trying to do it with like her hair, right? Like she had a little bit of the hair. They gave sure, sure. She,
1: she did she sure. like the first pair of heels that she wore weren't they like cheetah print or animal print? Like Diana was wearing cheetah print heels. But some of the outfits that they put her in, I guess were supposed to look a little bit more like animalistic or like wild influence or something which i was like okay but i kind of just want you to like go for it and like have her wear uh animal print you know but i think that was just me wanting it to just be like the obvious thing
0: um the character the the mayan ancestor character they made his character like south asian his name was frank patel And he's supposed to be a Mayan ancestor.
1: Yeah. So you're, yes. So so we're supposed to believe that your Mayan ancestor moved to India then? Like that. If the whole ancestry died. I mean, fine. But then like.
0: (laughs) I think they were like, well, we can't write this character out because then people will say you could have. you could have hired a potential POC actor for that so they kept it but they didn't use the right one to use that's culturally relevant to the role so that was just very weird that I was like wait a minute
1: why give the character that name and
0: why did they show it very clearly it was like they were trying to make a joke that no one thought was funny
1: yeah there was a moment I think where Diana basically was like addressing that she didn't believe he was legit or something. But I'm like, but then what he tells you is correct or like what he shows you is what you actually were looking for. So that's a weird coincidence.
0: All right, let's wrap this. Know. Let's wrap this movie up. Um-
1: <laughs> to be clear overall, I really did like yes, it. I, that's the
0: thing. So like in my wrap up of the film, I said that the plot could probably be a little tighter. It did feel like a lot of ideas were thrown in at one movie. Um, but it's it's I think the most fascinating thing is that you can tell that this movie was created to be a two and a half hour blockbuster to be experienced in a theater in IMAX like there's so much in it that just feels like it's just for the experience it's not meant to for us to sit at home with a small screen and being like wait that was weird wait why are they doing this but overall like If I saw it in IMAX, I would have, I would have feel like, yes, I love that movie. I wouldn't be as critical. I think I would still see the same things, but I would be like, but hey, they gave me like these like grandiose fight scenes and they gave me Diana being fabulous. So I loved it. Still was, it was a great movie. Um it was a great movie in that in that sense. I think like my biggest takeaway was definitely Kristen Wiig as Barbara Minerva. She really took a hold of that story and like owned it. I think she did a great job.
1: Yes, I agree. I I loved her in that role. I'm so happy to see her in a role like that. And as you said at the beginning, I really did do think everyone in the cast did an incredible job. I think everyone had, everyone gave an incredible performance, um, I think it was an all-star cast. Um, I really appreciated them um, casting Linda as Asteria. What's her last name? Linda Carter. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I really liked that. I hope if they're going to continue telling Wonder Woman's story that they're going to add her in somehow as some prolific character. Um, but yeah, overall, I really liked it. The first time I saw it, I didn't even think it was too long. Um, when I watched it the second time, I I was like, oh, yeah, this is pretty long. But the first time, I mean, I guess, you know, I I love superhero movies. So and I love all the Marvel films and those are also pretty long. So I think you do kind of have to just sign up for a long movie. And I know that was the biggest complaint was people were like, it was way too long. It did not need to be that long. And and I, I understand that. But the first time I didn't feel that way.
0: But yeah, that's the thing. Like, if you were sitting in IMAX with popcorn with whatever, you don't even complain about how long it is. Right. You're like, I'm here, I'm out of the house. Right. I'm excited. Exactly. Because Steve Trevor loved Pop Tarts so much. We're making our own Pop Tarts. So, um, in the yeah. Pop Tart version <laughs> that we're making for for this episode. Yeah, so I'll um I'll be posting that uh recipe on the website just like every other episode. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of The Popsicle. If you are watching on YouTube, go ahead and comment below and let us know what you thought of Wonder Woman 84. And if you're listening to us on the podcast, make sure you leave us a rating or review. Tell me what you think of the show and what you'd like to hear more in the future.
1: And what you think of Diana's boots. Settle this debate for us.
0: Do Should Wonder Woman <laughs> fight in wedges, <laughs> heels, or flats? Please. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I need to know. The answer is flats.
0: (laughs) You can find our guest on Instagram at Ari Lee. You can find me, RJ, at RJ Food Rocks on all of your social media. And my YouTube channel, RJ's Food Rocks, premieres a new video every week. Ari, thank you so much once again for spending time with us, taking a break from your... Amazon warrior training <laughs> to be with us today.
1: Yes, I need to get back to work, unfortunately, but this has been a very nice break. Uh thank you for making my rest day one I will remember for a long time.
0: <laughs> Thanks again for listening, everyone. This has been the Popsicle. Bye. Bye.